0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Many voices are more powerful than one. When we share ideas, developments, and power, we can achieve anything. Welcome to DJ and da Bear, keeping you at the top of your game. Your hosts are Dietta Jones and Richard Dent. Together, they have made a worthy life that includes a family, two businesses, a foundation, and much more. They're ready to help you find your personal success. Now, here are Dieta and Richard. Welcome to
1: DJ and da Bear. I'm Dietta Jones, your host. I'm a social justice advocate, leadership and organizational effectiveness coach, speaker and author. I'm joined by my better three-quarters NFL legend and pro football Hall of Famer, Richard Dent. Hello, Richard.
2: Ho, ho, ho. How you doing?
1: (laughs) I'm good. How are you?
2: Good, good, good.
1: We don't do this show in the same place very often, do we? We're kind of always on the move,
2: huh? Oh Yeah, that's that's (laughs) kind of good sometimes, right? (laughs) It's just good. a little bit. <laughs>
1: it's kind of good. So uh, this weekend has, well, been, just... has been a blast.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah we're, getting, we're getting pretty good weather around here. So that's a, that's a good thing. And
1: uh, you you know, a what else can you
2: party? ask for? Huh?
1: You, had a, you had a big retirement party. It's a real special person. Got to pay tribute to. Oh,
2: yes, yes. Well, Don Thompson, correct. Yeah, Don Thompson of uh, McDonald's. Who uh, stepped down CEO there? We we had a little a little get together, a little toast with uh, uh, yeah, a great great guy and and uh, you know he he did well for him and uh, I guess we wish him well as they go forward.
1: Absolutely, what a great guy! Yeah, I had a good time too. I spent the weekend at uh, the American. Uh, Council on Education's conference in Washington, D.C. at the Washington Hilton. You talk about a really wonderful conference filled with a lot of smart people, all the leaders in the higher education community coming together to talk about, you know, where are we going? What's the future of higher education? Pretty interesting stuff. I was talking about everything from HBCUs and funding to to the future of gaming. It was pretty interesting stuff.
2: Yeah, we were. Kind of talking about some of those same interesting things about, uh, you yeah, know, New York and Chicago. How more corporate people do things uh, as a, you know, black, white, Jewish, whatever. You know how black the black executive. How we come together and do a lot of things together and, and be available for one another compared to uh, with some of the people in New York. And we have met with Jay Z a few years ago and. And he just thought it was very different that, you know, they don't have that in New York that, uh, you know, high people in high places don't uh, collaborate with, with, get together with sports people, entertainment people, you know. So it's, uh, you know, but like we say, you know, everything as of black folks, you know, in this country, a great deal of it comes out of Chicago.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. That's a really, actually a really good segue to our conversation today, talking about, I mean, what you're talking about is senior leaders from a variety of different industries and the propensity in the city of Chicago for people in those spaces to come together and to collaborate, to make things happen, to create breakthrough experiences. And Chicago is, is really a strong, you know, is really, really the place where that happens in a pretty powerful way.
2: Yeah, and we were just reminiscing about our president how how broke he was back in the day. And <laughs> didn't nobody know him. And uh to raise his first fifty bucks, his first fifty thousand, you know, it's it, it's just a conversation that, you know, you when you look back and you know, everybody looked at him like he was a nobody and and he became, you know, somebody.
1: Started and, from the uh, bottom, now we're here, uh, huh, baby? There
2: you go. You you <laughs> never know. You never know when your window is open. When it's open, you gotta get through it before it closes
1: Yep. And it doesn't hurt to have a whole bunch of people standing in every direction around you, pushing and pulling and helping you get through, because we understand the impact is greater than just the one.
2: Sure. So who we have today here?
1: Absolutely. So this conversation is actually the perfect segue into the topic for today, but also introduction of our guests, uh, Mike Street and Zena Island. So the co- the topic for today is, first of all, this is a really exciting show because we're coming live from South by Southwest. Not you and me, but Mike. Mike is live in Austin, Texas, who is going to share with us some of the cool things that are happening at South by Southwest and also you know help us get oriented to what is South by Southwest and why is it so important for people to attend, but also particularly African-Americans to attend. Talk about opening windows and collaborating. Um, and, and then we're also going to talk about Making the case for the African-American presence and leadership, not just at South by Southwest, but at tech conferences and in other, in other conferences that allow for collaboration, network networking, and uh, career progression and enhancement in ways that you wouldn't just get by staying within a particular organization or within a particular industry. So before I go into um, uh, talking more about the topic, um, Zina and Mike, I'm going to do a quick uh, reading of your bios here. Mike Street is a senior digital strategist based in Harlem, New York. He has a passion for emerging media, technology, and social innovation. Having spent 15 years in the digital space, Mike Street has worked with top-tier brands such as Time Magazine, Oprah Winfrey, OWN TV, Remy Martin, Oscar de la Renta, Lexus, Turner Broadcasting, Broadcasting, and BET Networks. He is passionate about the community of Harlem and runs a popular Facebook page all about Harlem that has 117,000 fans. He currently is a member of the advisory board for South by Southwest. Zena Island is the owner of Island Group, a public relations and new media consultant agency. A seasoned communications professional with more than 13 years of experience, Zena specializes in media relations, outreach, and strategy development. In addition to specializing in media and community outreach, multicultural marketing, and event planning, Zena has established herself as a rising star in the digital media space executing cutting-edge strategies to maximize the impact of our clients' initiatives. Her media credits include the Washington Post, LA Times, MSNBC, CNN, BET, National Public Radio, and other well-known local and national outlets throughout the country. Welcome, Mike and Zena.
3: Hello, how are you? Thank you.
1: Yeah, good, good. How's it going so far? Yeah. How's it going so far? (laughs)
3: Okay.
4: Oh, well, you know, for me, it's been uh, you know a pretty busy weekend. Uh, you know, there's been lots of networking and lots of cocktails and lots of parties. Um, <laughs> you know, some down here um, in Austin, Texas. Um, you know, just been on the ground and really trying to meet as many people as possible. So nice. it's been a, you know pretty fun and exciting weekend.
3: Nice. Yeah, I've been keeping up with Mike on Twitter, Twitter and Facebook of all the fun things that are happening in, at South by and educational. Um, opportunities are occurring there at the same time since I couldn't make it this year.
1: Nice. Well, you're going to have to tell us some about what's going on. Let me just just for for our listeners, if you haven't been keeping up with every show, there's still opportunity to go back and check out the archives. But we've actually been talking about diversity, innovation and the technology industry for the last I don't know, a month or so, not nonstop, but quite a bit. It's been coming up, not just because it's a topic that we think is really interesting, but it's emerging all around us as, you know, new funding is available in, you know, where, you know, Intel announces $300 million to focus on increasing the presence of uh, diverse uh, people in their workforce, particularly focused on African-Americans, Latinos and women where the venture capitalists that fund, you know, and that where a lot of the you know people in the tech field that actually come from and innovative ideas are funded, that they too have decided to really invest heavily in in, um, in diversifying the venture capitalist world. So this is a topic of amazing interest lately. And then of course the South by Southwest conference. So Mike, would you would you start us off by talking to us just a little bit about South by Southwest, just to help us get a sense of, you know, what, what is it and why is it important? Well, South by
4: Southwest is a, an event that happens in Austin, Texas, and it's actually in the 29th year of uh, being produced. It started out as a very, very small music conference and then expanded into film and then uh, most recently has expanded into Interactive. Um, So I'm here for the Interactive portion of South by Southwest. Um, So it's a great place to showcase your talent, uh, showcase your film, but also showcase apps. Um, So one of the most popular apps that was launched at South by Southwest is Twitter, um, and also Foursquare was launched here as well. Um, so it's really a great place, to uh, an event to come to. You um, get to meet um, pretty much everyone from across the country and really across the world who works in the technology space or who works in something, you know, creative. And it's a great way to really meet those people face-to-face and, you know, kind of come offline a bit and make those, you know, those one-on-one connections for You know, people that you may want to work with, or that actually fund your business. Um, So, one of uh, so I am the sponsorship chair uh, for an organization uh, that's based here in Austin, Texas, called uh, Movement Fifty. And so, what we do is we produce um, diversity programming. For uh, South by Southwest every year, so this is the fifth year that we have produced programming for um, you know, for the conference. So what we do is we have connections with uh, all of the different organizations uh, across the country, and so we try to bring the best and the brightest down here um, you know, to really talk about you know issues that are important to the African American community. Uh, so, for example, uh, you know you talked about the Intel uh, the giving you know them giving the three hundred million dollar deal. So Jesse Jackson will actually be uh speaking tomorrow um to talk about you know, some of the work that he's been doing over the past year. Um and, and we will, you know, we reached out to him uh, you know, several months ago and wanting him to, you know, come and participate. So we're glad that he's able to calm down and uh and talk about the work that he's been doing, to really, you know, make some changes in the space when it comes to diversity and the technology community. Um you know so we had uh 15 panels and uh with uh, a lot of different um executives and um thought leaders from around the space that we did um then we also did our big innovators dinner which had pretty much every black vc or uh, venture capital firm in the room uh so that was 70 uh people so that was a, an amazing experience just to have you know people from across the country um all in one space so that they can connect and, and see each other face to face and hopefully get some deal flow going um, and then our, our biggest moment was that we had our, our hackathons. Uh, so we had a hundred children from the um, Austin area um, put together apps and uh, and compete, um, you know, just to see like you know who can solve some of these social justice um, you know issues that are going on. So some, the kids did an amazing job. Um, they, some of the apps were like outstanding. Like we even got like an inquiry where people are looking to invest. Um, you know, serious amounts of money in some of the uh, projects that actually came out of the hackathon. Um, and that was sponsored by PayPal. Um, they were the title sponsor for our hackathon. So, it, you know, it's been a, an amazing weekend just to see our community kind of come together uh, around technology and, and really, you know, make some stuff happen.
1: Wow! Wow! That's very cool. That is amazing. So this hackathon was really you—you you focused it and said we want you to come and use your technology skills to try to solve social justice problems.
4: Yeah, like for example, one of the uh, one of the teams they put together an uh, an app that um, you know helps you track the, your sexual uh, partners so that you can be more aware of your uh, your sexual activity. Huh. And so um you know, we've already gotten inquiries about that app where, you know, there's you know, some people who are interested in studying that space even more and maybe actually implementing it. So that's just some of the kind of like groundbreaking work that these, you know, sixteen, seventeen and uh, you know, all the way up to twenty one, twenty two year
2: olds um were in the room working on. Well, that's 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 thinking out of the box.
1: Yeah, no kidding. That's amazing. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you
2: know, that's that's great what you uh,
3: that-
1: that is amazing, Mike, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so we're gonna we're going to switch gears for just a few minutes, but we definitely want to pick up and hear more about some of the cool stuff that's happening there, but also how folks like us might take advantage of some of the things that are coming out of a place like South by Southwest or how we might participate in it. Um, in the future so let's switch gears for just a few minutes and while we're at commercial break please visit, visit our website www.diettajones.com and share your comments or hit us up on twitter at dieta m jones at richard underscore dent 95 at mike street s-t-r-e-e-t at xena island x-i-n-a-e-i-l-a-n-d we want to hear from you please post your thoughts we'll be right back
0: Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an 8th-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic yet direct and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dietta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. It's just a click away at vapresspass.com. That's vapresspass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time.
3: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voiceamericaempowerment.com.
0: You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to one 346 9141 That number again is one 346 9141 You may also send an email to djones at deettajones.com. Now, back to the show.
1: We're back and continuing our conversation live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Just before we went to break... Uh, Mike, you were sharing with us uh, an example from the hackathon uh, where people are, you know, just creating really interesting apps that are meant to solve or, or respond to some of the social justice uh, issues that, you know, are, we're facing in, our, in the world. One of the questions that I have, and I imagine a lot of our listeners might have, especially those that are pretty innovative, how does, a, how does something like an app turn into a funding opportunity? How do you get from a really cool, innovative idea to the funding source?
4: So the, the overall process really has a lot to do with um, user acquisition. So say, for example, if you create an app and, you know, you're getting a lot of, um, you know, people actually downloading that app, then, you know, you've actually have, you've captured an audience and you've created, uh, you know, almost a community around that particular, um, you know, piece of software that's running on your mobile device. And since, um, you know, since the way technology is going right now, you know, pretty much uh, everything is about your mobile phone, you know, that becomes an even more advantageous opportunity for you because now you're, you know, you're installed directly onto that person's handset. And so, you know, so looking at, look at companies like, uh, for example, like Angry Birds, where, you know, they have millions and millions of people, um, you know, had Angry Birds on their phones. And so that became a huge advertising opportunity, where you know one ad in Angry Birds, uh, you know, was costing about three million dollars at one point. Mm. So once you get kind of that groundswell of community and that ground you know swell of installation, uh, you know, that's when the you know the VCs will come, you know start to come and look at you and and say like, oh, okay, you've got X amount of people on your platform; uh, they're using your you know they're using your service. Um, and so that's when they could come in and probably make a, a venture capital offer to help to you to help you know you expand and scale um, you know the app that you have. So that's kind of just like one example of uh, you know how going from an app can really you know can really turn into like you know turn it into a business. Um, you know, so Angry Birds is a great one. Like Candy uh, Crush is another one. There's lots of games out there that have uh, you know executed that model where they've. Uh, you know, have gotten a huge installation base and then kind of, uh, you know, took venture capital and then, you know, took their business, like, you know, to be worth multiple millions of dollars. So it's really just about getting, uh, you know, getting people to use it and use it over and over again. And so that becomes like something that's valuable for, um, you know, venture capitalists to... It goes
2: back to content, content. If you got content, folks, it makes money. You know, the next 10, 15 years... Yeah, you know, everything is in your hand. Is is what people want to touch
1: yep. today? Yep, yep. Richard and I were just talking about that last. Richard, you and I were just talking about that last night. You know, it's all about the mobile device. You were absolutely saying the same thing. Good stuff. Wow. So, so tell us. Okay. So, so now I'm sure that our listeners have really gotten their interest piqued about uh, the two of you and and how you came to be so involved in the, you know, the digital world and, you know, how did, how did you develop your expertise? Maybe Zina, since we haven't heard from you much, you will start off sharing a little bit about your own career path because we have a lot of folks out there. I know, especially, you know, in the tech industry or people who are interested in being innovators, um, who want to be more entrepreneurial, who want to think about taking more diverse career paths. Can you share with us some of your perspective? Um, yes. Um,
3: what, how I fell into the digital space is, has a lot to do with my background in PR. Um, I became very curious about um, you know the popularity of Facebook and Twitter and other social media platforms growing. And I started using those platforms in addition to pitching clients um, their work or projects or causes to... Uh, the media, I decided to start using online platforms um, to get the word out um, through a grassroots type of effort. And um, that's when I started becoming fascinated with um, the digital media world. And then eventually I met Mike about three years ago at a tech conference for African-American women. And um, Mike was serving as one of the mentors and he and I started talking and I just learned that this is this whole op- this was the opportunity for me to expand my public relations business to include social media and digital media um, to help uh, elevate my clients' uh, causes or their 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 products. And um, that's how I, I got started in this. And then I went to so- uh, South by, Mike went to South by Southwest to me. He's like, you absolutely need to be there. And uh, I was there um, two years ago and last year, and attending this, this conference of thousands of people that um, has workshops, uh, you have an opportunity to meet some of the, um, the brands, and, you know, going to these conferences and that face-to-face and one-on-one um, networking uh, continue to expand my network, continue to expand my knowledge about digital media. And um, so it just it just led me down a path that I really didn't plan to take, but it just kind of you know took <laughs> took a life of its
1: own. Very cool. At some, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and ask you about this, but uh, to, to you know help us think about kind of the substantive approach that people should take when they're thinking about their own digital strategy. But before but before we go to that, Mike, would you share a little bit with us with us about your career path and how you got you know positioned to be a digital strategist?
4: Well, you know, I probably was born a digital strategist. (laughs) Um, I, you know, I've always worked uh, with computers ever since I was, you know, very, very young. You know, like my, you know, there was a program in in kindergarten I used to play what's called um, Turtles and we used to program different commands into the computer to actually make this little character on the screen move. And I was fascinated by that. Um, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to work with all those pixels that were on that screen. And so um, I started, you know, writing different video game concepts and, you know, actually sent them out to different publishers to try to get, uh, you know, into that into that space. Um, and then, you know, fast forward to, like, high school and college. I, uh, you know, went into the computer science Um I wanted to be a computer science major, but I suck at math. And so I kind of had to switch gears a little bit. So I got my degree in African-American studies, but I really felt that, you know, it's important to be, uh, you know, in tech because that's where the jobs are going to be for all the, you know, for the future. Um, so I did, I learned how to code. Um, I probably code like six or seven different languages right now. Um, and I'm always trying to learn new things. Um, so, for me, you know, I'm always, like, trying to reinvest in myself and, and, and do this, you know, do different things and kind of, like, expand my, you know, overall personal brand. Right. Um, but, you know, so that's kind of, like, how I, you know, got a passion into it because it's something that was a part of me. And then when I, you know, went into my professional career, you know, I started working at um, uh, BET.com. And so, I was there for five years working with their digital team. And so, I, I learned a lot. About um, the space, and there wasn't anything called social media. All we had was like MySpace, and uh, you know a couple of other websites, and uh, that were out there at the time. And then Facebook came along, and then YouTube, and then Twitter, and then you know everything else. So you know, all the emergence of um, you know these digital communications tool, you know, it pretty much created a, a new career path, and so I was able to you know kind of take advantage of you know this emerging market. Uh, that everyone's playing in right now. And, um, and, you know, so I work a lot with a lot of different brands on how they can leverage, um, you know, Facebook and Twitter and digital paid media, um, you know, to market their products and their services. So, you know, for me it was you know, just always something that was a part of who I was. And then, you know, as I became an adult, you know, I was super happy and excited to work with, you know, anything that's, uh, you know, technology related.
1: Cool. It sounds like the. It sounds like both of you have described things, and I'd say Richard, you also have this. Um, you also have this as part of you. You know, this kind of curiosity, this kind of insatiable curiosity to kind of see what's happening next, to kind of look around corners. Like to hit those
2: buttons, like to hit those buttons.
1: Right, right. But just constantly thinking about what's the next thing, where is yeah. it going? You know, even with your own business, starting off in what? communication and then growing and emerging and evolving.
2: Well, you know, it's like what uh, both, both uh, persons talked about is curiosity. It's, you know, when you got curiosity, then you have, you know, the mind frame to open up to see how things take place. And, 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 you know, you may be doing something else great too, but you're curious about what you're doing or you're curious about something else. You know, it's just a window of opportunity. If you, if you take on that window you know, it's yeah. You would never go back to some other things that that you was doing. You know, I've I've always believed that when it's not working, first thing you take away is what <laughs> what's not working, right? <laughs> Bad people, the, the things that's not taking place, that's the things that's giving you a headache. Yeah, you, know, you kind of just separate. You know, and sometimes that's people. You know, so I I didn't really hang around younger people than me. I've, I've always liked to hang around older people.
1: Well, it, it's really, it's really inspiring to know that, you know, that people can create career paths that are interesting, meaningful, and um, sustainable without having to, uh, you know, go down a, a traditional kind of corporate path. Um, but for each of you, you started off in more corporate roles and then you branched out, right?
3: Yes, absolutely. I started off um at PR and PR agency, um, working on different projects, mainly for healthcare communications. And um and then eventually I branched off and started my own um business and I I have to say and I say this all the time, but I, I'm not sure I, I would have gone down this path if I stayed in corporate America because as you know it's you sort of work in a vacuum or a vacuum so they give you your projects, and they tell you this is what you're working on, versus I have the uh, freedom to choose what I would like to work on, and I also have the opportunity to say, hey, you know, I'm interested in digital media and these online platforms, and how can I use this to further advance my client's initiative and... And to be able to have the opportunity to do those things, it's, it's amazing because I, I cannot say if I were, if I had stayed in corporate America, I would not have been able to make that decision for myself. That decision might have come down for me at some point because it became popular. But corporate America is just now starting to really um, realize that you know digital media is here to stay. You know, these right. this is not a, a fad or. A trend, and now they're all trying to come together to figure out how to make this work uh, and to help push out their initiative. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'm very glad I I did come, you know, go down this path. Well,
1: Well, let's let's shift gears for just a few minutes, and then when we talk about when we come back, let's talk about you know the corporate what's happening in corporate America and how we can bridge some of these gaps between the kinds of experiences and the kind of diversity. That you bring and that corporate America is looking for and how those gaps are being um, closed, but also what are some of the opportunities for staying within corporate America and still being able to take advantage of some of these new opportunities. So let's shift gears for just a few minutes. And while we're at commercial break, please hit us up on Twitter at Mike Street at Z Z Island Z E I L A N D. At Dieta M. Jones, at Richard underscore dent 95. We want to hear from you, so post your thoughts. We'll be right back.
0: This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to kindle deetta jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking consulting and writing on leadership management and cultural diversity for more than twenty years her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research she is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dietta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at diettajones.com.
3: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
0: You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to d Jones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show.
1: We're back and continuing our conversation with special guests Zena Island and Mike Street, talking about the benefits of participation in conferences like South by Southwest, which is happening right now live from Austin. So we, we talked some about your own experiences, Zina and Mike, participating in conferences like South by Southwest and other conferences that really focused on kind of the digital media, growing presence of digital in the world. Mike, maybe you can share with us um, a little bit about how, how people might strategize to get funding to participate in something like South by Southwest. It's really expensive, But you yourself have said it's a really good investment. Can you talk to us about how somebody can, you know, either come to grips with making that kind of investment or seek it out from their employer?
4: Well, you know, for me and my business, it was really, you know, it was really important for me to actually participate uh, in, you know, in this conference and, you know, other conferences um, that are going on throughout the year. Um, Because, one, uh, you know, looking to connect with brands and uh and looking you know to get them to hire me so you know for me it was money well spent um but you know the first time that I came down here you know I you know I you know kind of rust it out and you know slept on people's floors and you know I scraped together you know the little bit of money I had and uh and came down here and you know and made it work and uh you know, and then try to figure out, okay, like, now I'm here, you know, let me take advantage of this opportunity uh you know to meet all of these amazing people that are in this one location you know during the you know four or five days that uh, you know I'm here. Um, you know, so I tried to figure out like, okay, like who do I know who I could, you know, get a check from, like, while well, I'm here to cover some of my expenses, you know, who can I, you know, can I do some tweeting for some of these people or can I cover their event? Um, you know, so I, I really just, you know, fell outside the box and really, you know, reached out to my friend circle. And, um, you know, cause at that time that when I first came, you know, I had just got laid off. And, um, and so I thought really came down to South to by to like really figure out like you know what it is that I was going to do next, and um, and South by was like a really uh, a good place for me to just- to network with amazing people and-, and tap into that the money that is down here because people you know the brands are spending millions of dollars
3: right, uh, right. to
4: participate in, in South by Southwest and um, you know the the. And they need tons of hands and tons of help. so even if you can come your first year and volunteer um, so that you can get the badge, you know uh, uh, if you if you plan early. You can get a decent hotel room, and you can find a decent flight. You know, like I, I paid about two hundred and ninety dollars for my flight this year. Um, so I used, uh, you know, some of my alerts, uh, flight alerts tools, so I could catch the best deal possible. And then I booked my hotel really, really early, and that's the mistake a lot of people make. Like, you know, they wait till the month before as a start to look for their hotel. And you have to, you know, plan in August to book your hotel room so you can get a decent rate. Um, you know, so I paid about six hundred bucks for my hotel. Um, you know, while I'm out here for the, the couple of days I'm here, and then I, uh, you know, and then you know, I was, you know, fortunate enough to have the opportunity to actually work, you know, with South by you know, some on their advisory board and also do the sponsorship chair for, um, movement 50, you know, so that again helps me, uh, you know, to save money and save costs, you know, so I'm able to get a badge, um, you know, from South by because I'm helping them out throughout the year with, uh, you know, bringing the diversity to their conference. Right. And, um, you know, but if you are, if you're trying to come down here, you know, look for, if, and if you're, you know, at, at a corporation, you know, ask your, you know, boss, you know, see if they will pay for you uh, to come down here and, you know, and work and go to the panels and try to make connections for, you know, what you're doing. I
1: love, I love what you said about really thinking of it strategically. And sometimes when we're broke, that's the time that we're tightest on our money. But instead, that might be a time to take a take a more entrepreneurial approach and say, this is an investment in myself. Put a flag
2: in the ground. Yes. Right.
1: Right. Absolutely. This is an investment. What am I trying to do with this? And then not just show up and participate, sit in the back of a panel discussion, you know, but but really uh, immerse yourself. Make make sure that you're meeting people, that you're making yourself known, that you're adding value. Um, those are the things that you know that that get you not just invited back, but also in the leadership track. Those are the those are the things that you know the tech industry is is looking for. I love that.
2: Yeah. I
4: love that yeah. example. It's, important. it's about, You know, four to five hundred dollars a year. Uh, you know, working on South By, Um, You know, from emails to whatever. But you know, one other thing that I did to actually go to uh, a different conference um, that uh, Zeno works on, which is Alicious, I did a uh, GoFundMe. And so, um, you know, so I crowdsource through my friend circle, you know, to help me get Ooh. out to the Wog wishes conference and so I you know, I figured out like how much do I need uh to actually go to this conference to pay for the hotel and for the flight and to uh you know, pay for the badge. And um, you know, and so and I asked my friends and sent out my link and uh you know, if so I was able to raise the funds that way.
1: Yeah, I love that. that. That's nice. Aspect.
3: Go ahead, Zina. Yeah, Mike was speaking at that conference as well. So he mentioned in his GoFundMe profile that he was going to be a speaker at Alicious. So he was able to raise the money. I want to go back to, you need to book your tickets early. So the reason why I'm not at South by right now, <laughs> <laughs> I did not book my hotel room. So by the time it was time for me to buy my ticket, I had no hotel room. Because everything right. was booked and it was hard uh, to find anywhere. And then when I did find a hotel room, the flights were up to a thousand dollars so mike is absolutely correct you have to make sure you plan in advance because and that's with your hotel as well as your flight i would say book it as early as possible so that you'll have everything secured because i know i did that the first two years and this year i waited a little bit later than normal and this is what happens
1: so real quick, a shout out to Blogilicious. If you haven't attended the Blogilicious conference, please do. It's, you know, absolutely fabulous. And a big shout out to Stacey Ferguson, who's one of the creators and, and coordinators for that event. But the other, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about is what about, so you've talked about, you know, be you being entrepreneurs and funding yourself, but one of the other things is there are people who, um, could probably get funding through their corporation. And part of what they'll need to be thinking about is what is it that their company is going to get out of their involvement in this very expensive conference. So planning in advance is one thing, but also, and I think Mike, your story is about how you made yourself valuable at the beginning um, is early participation is also a lesson for people who want to get funding from their corporation is to, Talk about how this experience and their participation in something like South by Southwest could be valuable to the company. You know, what is it they're going to bring? How are they going to represent the company? What sessions will they go to or that will they agree to go to in order to represent maybe a, a constituency that would extend the brand or the branding message of their corporation? How can they get themselves on a project team that's going to be presenting knowing, you know, a year in advance they need to figure out how they can position themselves to be on a project's team that's intending to go and showcase something at Southpaw Southwest, but really being deliberate and strategic about, you know, positioning yourself to get corporate funding. I think corporations want to send their A-team. So making sure that you're positioning yourself as part of that potential A-team is going to be, you know, is another really good strategy for participating in conferences like this.
3: Absolutely, and um, Deanna, I have a friend. She uh, works for um, Weight Watchers, and she wanted to attend the Essence Music uh, con- uh, Festival last year. And what she did, um, she presented uh, like a, almost like a white paper on reasons why that they should pay for her to go to Essence. And she promised to present a report on how uh, Essence could be uh, valuable to Weight Watchers. Um, by them having a presence there, you know, uh, in, in, in later years. So those right. are ways, the creative ways of how you could get corporate funding to go to um, different conferences.
1: Absolutely, you know, connect it to your employee resource group or your business resource group and the strategy that they have for closing diversity gaps. Even if you're not in the tech industry, you know, per se, your company probably has some very strong interest in pursuing, you know, innovative ideas and being, you know, at the crossroads of, you know, the movers and shakers and the next innovative uh, solution. So, uh, you know, thinking creatively about how to make that case in order to influence up is going to be really important in one's own career progression. Um, So, so, Zena, really quickly, let me ask you a question. Let me just shift gears for a moment and ask you a question. And it's about kind of digital presence. One of the things that I see a lot is people who are separate from conferences, people who have a lot of digital presence, but it's kind of all over the place there's like I, the, the, you know the 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 definition of success is number of followers or number of likes. Can you talk to us about the substance piece? you know because that's not this is this is this is really important as people think about how they position themselves, how they make use of the relationships that they start to cultivate through conferences like this, but also about how they're perceived out there in the in the larger world and, and as people who have career goals that they're trying to pursue. Do you have any advice? Yes, I do. Um, I have It's not always all about followers and likes
3: on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. It's about engagement. And that's one thing that a lot of people forget that you want a high level engagement where people are actually sharing your posts or commenting on your posts or um, you know I started a discussion um, on my Facebook page about Empire one day and and, and it just took off um, you know having relevant conversations in that that online digital space is important and not just having you know a high number of likes and, um, and, uh, and um, you know, high number of likes and different types of posts. My other recommendation is don't try to be on every single social media platform. You know, there are people who are trying to be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, and Mike can speak to this too, um, buying. You know, they're trying to spread themselves too thin, and I suggest to pick one or maybe two Social media platforms that you think your audience um, will respond to, and where you're going to get the most engagement, and uh, stick with those and build your following from there. If you start to spread yourself a little too thin on all these different platforms, your message will get lost, and then also it's hard to maintain those platforms because um, I know that's how I started, and then eventually I just really just you know started focusing on my Facebook page and I focused on my Twitter account. And just recently, Instagram has become uh, one of my favorites as well because, you know, a picture says a thousand words. Right, so, right. Th- you know, that's what my advice is. I'm sure Mike could add more.
1: Mike, do you have any ideas?
4: Well, you know, I think it's, um, you know, for me, one of the biggest and most uh, key metrics that I'm looking for for my clients is, is about the conversion. Um, you know, so I'm trying to get, uh, you know, the people that I'm, you know, marketing too to actually buy a product, and so um, you know, I think with participating in um, you know conferences like you know South by Southwest, you're you're really trying to you know figure out what what is what is this particular group of yeah. innovators you know what are they talking about and what is it that. You know, it's going to kind of pop off next, and what can we be using, you know, to reach that next audience, or that next audience, or a new audience with your product? Um, so, one of the things that uh, everyone has been using down here in Austin this weekend, at South by Southwest, is a new app called Meerkat. And so Meerkat is kind of like a Twitter for live streaming. So basically you launch the app on your phone, or on your iPad, and, you know, you're instantly live broadcasting, you know, anything. So a lot of people have been using it to broadcast, uh, you know, the different sessions, or I saw one guy who was at the, um, the PayPal Lounge yesterday. He had Meerkat launched, and he was going around the room and talking to different people on the live stream. And so, I, you know, I jumped on to see what he was talking about, and you know, he had over five hundred people, you know, were watching what he was doing. Um, so, you know, it's really about you know capturing the attention and you know and trying to you know excite your audience to get them to you know, keep your brand top of mind and keep everything that you're doing, you know, you know as relevant as possible. So, you know, South fight is a really great breeding ground for innovation. And, um, right. you know, so I think as, you know, the brand starts to really mature with social media, you know, like Zena said, like they're looking for engagement because engagement often leads to sales.
1: Right, right, so that conversion. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And that meerkat is really interesting, too. I can just see accountability just go one notch even higher. You know, like I can just imagine <laughs> forgetting needing to download or download, you know, to, to capture something and then play it back a couple of minutes later. You can do it all live. That's a pretty impl- interesting implications. Let me let me switch us. Let, let me have us switch gears one more time and then we are going to uh, come back and continue this conversation. Um, while we're at commercial break, please hit us up on at Mike Street at Zena at Z Island uh, X uh, sorry Zena X Island X E I L A N D at Richard underscore Dent nine five Dieta M Jones. We'll be right back. <laughs>
3: This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run, and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, sweat, and bears. It's hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Deetta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic yet direct and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dietta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to one 346 9141 That number again is one 346 9141 You may also send an email to djones at djetajones.com. Now, back to the show.
1: We're back and continuing our conversation with Mike Street and Xena Island live from South by Southwest. And we've had a really good conversation uh, uh, so far. Uh, We've discussed um, the importance of investing in yourself and and the importance of um, thinking of your career as something that needs to be kind of strategically pursued. One of the things that we haven't talked as much about, but it's really important to to think about, uh, you know, along this line is to make sure that you, you individual listeners and leaders and potential leaders, future leaders, Our entrepreneurs are finding champions and allies who will invest in you because even if you have, you know, great ambition and drive and strategy, it's really important to have a team and to have supporters around you. Um, But but now what we want to do is turn it over. We want to make sure that our listeners have the benefit of hearing more about what you Zena, and you might have to offer some of the work that you're involved in, in the future or some ways that they might connect with you. Share with us some of the things that you're, you're up to.
3: Wow. Um, I'm up to a lot of different things. Um, One of the um, areas I'm working on is um, diversity and inclusion and women's empowerment. Um, I've had a, a couple of people approach me about helping them. Um, get the word out about some of the important initiatives that they are doing to empower women and um, empower also the minority community uh, using traditional media um, as well as um, social media. And I'm also still working with Blog Blogalicious. And, I'm, I'm, and my role has changed a little bit. I'm not doing as much media relations with them. I'm now doing more partnership development. Um, one thing that I've discovered is because of all the networking I've done by going to all these different conferences, mm-hmm. I have made a lot of different relationships. So I'm able to connect my clients with certain uh, brands or networks or um, communities that they're interested in uh, working with. So, um, and also I'm still working with um, Ford Motor Company on um, African-American outreach. And we actually have a, a project coming up in May um, where I'll be in Detroit for a couple of weeks. So, uh, so I'm still doing t- traditional media, a lot of outreach and some um, partnership development, which is great.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. How about you, Mike? What are you up to? And how might we connect with some of your work, current and future?
4: So right, uh right at the moment, um, one of my latest ventures is uh, the Smart Brown Voices podcast. And I've been doing some uh, taping while I've been out there at Austin um, for Southwest Southwest. Uh, you know, so the podcast really is about, you know, helping to, uh, you know, shine a light and give people uh, a voice and a platform for a lot of the creative work that they're doing. And, uh, you know, something like that. We have about ten episodes up right now on iTunes, and uh, you know, the rest of them rolling out uh, you know, next week. Of
1: course, so sure well, thank you, One more time, one more time, Mike. All of a sudden, your the line went out. One more time, the last sentence.
4: Oh, that, that the uh, the new episodes will be rolling out uh, this week for South by Southwest on smartbrownvoices.com. and you, know, you can also check them out in iTunes as well. Good. And then. Um, in the following weeks, you'll be getting a lot of new interviews, so I'm excited to release, uh, you know, kind of the next wave of, uh, of what I've been doing. And then i uh, working on my book. Um, it's going to be coming out in August, and it's called Platinum Status, and I'm looking at how celebrities are using social media and how, um, you know, we can take some of the uh, secrets uh, that the celebrities are using with their social and apply them to our own businesses. Awesome. So, uh, you know, look up for that in, uh,
1: in August. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, give us the tips. One other
3: thing I want to add, Deanna, and this might be coming to you in your backyard. Um, I'm launching a, uh, an event called um, Media Maven Icon. So we're we're starting in Washington, D.C., where we're bringing together um, different people in media. And um, we're hosting a networking session with them. And so we're hoping to start here in D.C. and take it to other cities like Chicago, New York, and Philadelphia.
1: Let's do it, girl. Bring it on out. We, we'll bring it bring we got it. you. We got you. Yeah, bring it on out. Bring your meat coat with you. Yeah, 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 oh, exactly. <laughs> Richard, Richard, Richard and I know how to throw a party. So listen, yeah. Zena and Mike, thank you so, so, so much for joining yes, us today. We have loved every minute of it. It's been awesome. So one more time, folks, if you want to get any more information about Zena, Mike, the show, check us out on www.diattajones.com and sign up for our mailing list. Um, And we want to hear from you about other topics that you find of interest. So send us your comments, your ideas. We'll make sure we respond. Until next week, keep finding ways to make a dent in pursuit of your dreams, to serve your community, to make our world better.
2: Peace and soul.
4: (laughs) Thank you, Scott, so much.
0: Thanks again for tuning in. Please join Dieta Jones and Richard Dent for another edition of DJ and Bear. We'll be back next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a terrific week.